Greater Kanawha Valley Foundation is proud to present Philanthropy and Friends, the podcast that explores the positive impact of philanthropy and nonprofits in our communities. With your host, Jane Powell. Hi, my name is Jane Powell. Welcome to Community Connections brought to you by the Greater Kanawha Valley Foundation. This is a show showcasing community involvement. We've got a treat today. Our guest is from the West Virginia Symphony Orchestra, Amanda McDonald. Thank you so much for being here. Thank you so much for having me, Jane. So, Amanda, you are the marketing director. Yes. So you're going to tell us about all of the good things happening at the West Virginia Symphony, and I just can't wait to hear. Yeah, and it uh, we've got a lot of things going on. It's been a very busy year so far, and we're looking forward to a busy second half of the season as well. Okay. So, um, I, I guess one of the biggest things that you're doing right now is searching for a new conductor. We are. Um, so, um, actually, last summer we opened applications for our next music director. Mm -hmm. um, from the open applications, we received 80 different applicants. Wow. Um, those applications uh, went through several rounds through our search committee, and the committee finally um, finalized six different candidates. Each of those candidates gets their own symphonic concert to conduct and direct, um, as well as a full week of activities in Charleston. Uh, they typically get in town on Sunday, uh, leave the following Sunday, and have a jam-packed week. Um, and then that runs from October through May, and hopefully at the end of that, we'll be able to announce our new uh, music director candidate. Wow, it's extensive. Um, I've had a chance to meet some of the conductors at some of the different musical music directors I should say music directors at some of the different events but uh, tell us what all they do that week there in town yeah so when they get in town on Sunday uh, they typically have um, a very casual introductory um, dinner with our operations staff just to kind of get the lay of the land and feel what the week is going to be like um, that week entails meetings with uh, dif different constituency groups, everyone from um, our grants and foundations, our sponsors. Um, they visit our chorus on Saturday night and um, Monday mm -hmm. night, typically, and do um, rehearsal with them. Uh, they'll visit our youth symphony. Uh, additionally, additionally, they'll have several different receptions to attend. Um, a real estate tour they'll have um, oh, with Margot yeah. Teeter, so they get to uh, check out all of the different neighborhoods and different houses available and uh, check out what it would really be like to live in uh, Charleston. Um, oh my gosh, I mean, we've really put them through the ringer. Uh, they'll visit some schools and check out our string education program, which nice. is really important. Um, and we want our next music director to be highly involved in that. Um, then they'll hit, um, finally, after they get through all of that, on Thursday they'll start uh, rehearsals with musicians, have rehearsals mm -hmm. on Thursday, Friday, and Saturday morning, um, meet with the musicians on Saturday during the day, and then wrap up with the concert that evening. So it <laughs> is a very busy week. We like to warn them when they get into town that um, by Wednesday they'll probably be exhausted, but if that's the case, we're doing our job correctly. And um, we really want them to get a feel for what it's like to live and work um, in Charleston and to enjoy um, working with our lovely symphony. Mm -hmm. Well, and I, I was able to uh, join one stop by Ellen's Ice Cream, right? Yeah. So I had some ice cream with one of the candidates, and I um, had a little chat with another one. So that's been really fun. And it's very informal and easy and just a nice way to get them to be... Uh, knowledgeable about our community. Yeah, and it's really important for us as a staff mm -hmm. to make sure that they have a wide range of events to attend. 
Um, so like the event at Ellen's, is an open community event. So we want anyone in, anyone in the community to come and meet them. Mm -hmm. uh, then we have some private receptions. Um, so they get to know uh, a little bit more of the Close Symphony family, like our board, and the people that they're going to be working with a little bit um, closely. Mm -hmm. uh, so And then again, visiting the school. So it's really important that they see all of the different facets of um, what life is like in Charleston, what life is like with the West Virginia Symphony, mm -hmm. um, and all of the people that are important to us and that the symphony is important to as well. So it's it's a very busy week. Um, it's a very big task to, to be the music director of the WBSO. Um, and we're putting these candidates through the ringer. But so far, we've had three really great candidates. And we look forward to three really great more um, before we make our final decision. And they are from, I'm sure your, your 80 candidate applications are from all over the country. But these candidates um, are from everywhere. Oh, yeah. I mean, so I think it, during the initial um, applicant process, I think we had international candidates as well. So they <laughs> really were coming from all over. And the fi our six finalists come from all over the country, um, everywhere from uh, New York City, Maine, Texas, Georgia. And then we even have a local candidate as well, too. So it's mm -hmm. a really great mix of um, candidates, really great mix of conductors. They each have their own style and flair to things mm -hmm. um, and have been able to actually program their own concerts. So this past Saturday, uh, Fawad Fakari was um, our candidate, and he actually was able to put a piece that he composed on the program. Wow. Um, so they're putting a little bit of their personality. Um, Scott Woodard, when he visited uh, in November, who's our local candidate, mm -hmm. um, had several pieces that included the chorus as well, uh, which is a really big part of the orchestra. So putting them um, into something to where they can really showcase um, their greatest um, efforts and greatest um, positives is a really important thing too. So it's making sure that they get the best light um, for our audience and for the community. Mm -hmm. So they're working hard. I mean, they're uh, audition week, so to speak, and you're working hard to get them ready, but you're doing a lot more than that. The symphony has other things going on. We do. We do. We've yeah. had a really great pop season so far too, which is always a really um, big favorite of mine personally. Mm -hmm. Um, I think it's a really great way for people that aren't as familiar with classical music to kind of dip their toe into what it's like to right. attending a WBSO concert. Um, and we've had a really good one so far. Um, in October, we had a collaboration with FootMad um, and brought in Callan, a Welsh Irish band. Um, and then we uh, look forward to our next concert in February, which will bring uh, Soulful to the stage. So Soulful uh, brings uh, music, uh, pop and R&B music from the early 60s all the way to uh, to 2000. So we have everything from Smokey Robinson uh, to Outkast nice. uh, with vocalists on the stage. Um, it would be a really fun show. I'm really looking forward to it. And then opening that show actually will be a performance by the Martin Luther King Jr. Male Chorus too. So they'll have a 20 minute performance at the beginning of the show and then we'll kick right off into uh, the pop music. And it's always a treat to hear the, the chorus. Yeah, and this has been something that we, um, through our DEI initiatives, have really tried to focus on making sure we bring different um, groups to the stage. Mm -hmm. um, and um, we have been so lucky to be able to connect with the chorus. And we are really, really excited to have them um, on stage before this big performance. It, yeah. It's going to be a really great show, um, and I'm really looking forward to it. Yeah, it sounds like it'll be a good one. Yeah. They're all good. And That's for sure. Yeah. But it'll be one that you can kind of stand up and dance to in the aisles, I think. Mm -hmm. um, gives a, a new meaning to a classical concert. For sure, yeah. And then um, we'll actually wrap up our Pops concerts, too, this season. 
um, in March with um, a Blockbuster Adventures concert. Um, so we've done John Williams shows in the past, mm -hmm. and this is kind of a takeoff of that, um, but this will be music from your favorite big movie blockbusters. So everything from Indiana Jones to Harry Potter, Star Wars, I mean, you think of it as a big, big blockbuster with a big, uh, larger-than-life score, we'll have it on stage. Oh, yeah, oh, really fun. Um, yeah, I love it. I just love it. Um, so I think my first, inter and probably most kids' first introduction to classical music was Bugs Bunny. Yes, yes, yes. But um, other than Bugs Bunny, <laughs> the symphony works very hard to educate the schools. And you referenced that when you were talking about the musical director's tours. But tell me some of the things that you're doing um, to educate students. So we uh, work with Kanawha County Schools and have an in-school string educator program. Mm -hmm. um, this, we reach schools throughout the county um, in third, fourth, fifth, sixth graders. Um, and we really work with them um, from the very beginning stages of what it's like to hold an instrument, play those first notes. Um, and then we typically wrap up each year with an all-county strings performance. Um, on the Clay Center stage. So it's a really fun time for these kids um, who at the beginning of the school year may have never touched or seen an instrument before um, to really have a full circle experience um, with our educators to actually play in front of a full audience. Last year was the biggest audience I think we've ever had at the Clay Center. Um, almost packed the full house. Um, and really see what it's like to sit on that stage and be a, a musician. Um, it's really, really important. Just being on the stage is something. Oh, yeah, and it's a beautiful venue that we're so mm -hmm. lucky to have. Um, and to be able to see, again, the transformation from the kids uh, from the very beginning in the fall uh, to when they step on that stage in the spring is, is pretty amazing. Mm -hmm. To see not only their uh, talents grow, but their confidence grow as well, is, it's, um, it's something to be seen, that's for sure. Mm -hmm. Uh, are you still doing the children's concerts? We are. We actually had our young people's concerts in November this year, mm -hmm. um, and we did Gershwin's Magic Key, um, which brought on the stage a little bit of um, not only classical music, but a stage show as well. Mm -hmm. So it told the story of Gershwin going to New York City um, and um, really exploring some music. It was very fun, really accessible for the kids, which I think is really important to keep their attention during a long yeah. school day. Um, but that was really well attended. We had performances in Charleston, Clarksburg, and Parkersburg. Oh. So we were all over the state with that, which um, we really uh, aimed to be, you know, the West Virginia Symphony Orchestra. So not only in Charleston, but trying to reach those other parts of the state, which was really well received. Right. Okay, so we've got a, we've got a music director surge. There's an education program. There's youth concerts. What else is going on? Well, we've got some really fun public events that'll be happening. So um, in April, we'll be actually having our second annual uh, Paddles and Preludes, a pickleball tournament. So it seems a little bit off of our t uh, typical topics, but we know a lot of our patrons love to play pickleball, yeah. and we love to see our patrons. Um, so with our friends with AARP West Virginia, we've come together and created a pickleball tournament at the Charleston Tennis Club. <laughs> uh, last year was very successful, That's and good. we look forward to doing another success successful event this year. Uh, registration will be open soon, and it's a really fun day, again, with lots of pickleball, um, your symphony friends, um, some food and drink, and good fellowship for the day. 
And then, of course, which is one of my favorite events of the year, and I know a lot of people's favorite events of the year, we will have AVN Symphony Sunday at the first Sunday um, in June on the lawn at UC. A magical day. It is, and this year is aiming to be even more magical than normal. We're hitting our 40th anniversary, so we are really amping up the plans for this year. It'll be the 40th year for this event, and it is just one of our favorite things to do. We like to say it's our gift to the community. Um, because it's a free event. It is. It's a free event. We have community groups on the stage throughout the day and then end the evening with a beautiful symphony concert, mm -hmm. um, a lot of pop music, a lot of things that are really accessible to people. Um, we like to invite everybody to bring their chair and um, enjoy the refreshments. We always have lots of good food and drink available mm -hmm. um, on the lawn, including Ellen's ice cream. They always have a symphony Sunday, which is one of my favorite things. Oh, yes. Uh, <laughs> and um, enjoy the orchestra concert and then ending the night with fireworks. Yeah. So um, great events, great concerts coming up. If I want a ticket, how do I get it? Well, if you want in information about any of our events, um, tickets for anything, visit our website. It's wbsymphony.org, or you can give our office a call, and that's 304-957-9876. I think we have that information on the screen for people. Um, and I can buy individual concert tickets, I can buy a series of tickets, yeah. or I can just make a donation. Yeah, and we would love any, all of that would be lovely. Um, we're always looking to add more subscribers to our family. Um, and again, individual tickets for the rest of the concerts for the season are on sale. Everything's really reasonably priced. Uh, we start at $13 for our symphonic concerts and $19 for the pops. So for a date night out, you really can't beat it, um, especially mm -hmm. for a beautiful performance in a beautiful venue. Um, the Clay Center really, again, um, is top-notch with mm -hmm. the uh, acoustics and the views. And it's just, I mean, we are really... Um, happy to be able to perform there um, and to perform all of our variety of concerts. Uh, I can't wait. Lots of good things happening. Uh, good luck with the search. Thank you. Um, we'll uh, have to come back and introduce the new person. Yeah, uh, I when cannot they're wait. Yeah, so Amanda, thank you so much for being here. Thank you. Thank you guys for joining us. This has been Community Connections, brought to you by the Greater Canal Valley Foundation. We'll see you next time. For more info on the Greater Kanawha Valley Foundation, visit us online at tgkvf.org.